On the farm today, we focus in on Wheatland Conservation's Cropportunities event, the event held earlier this month. Amber Wall talked about one of their ongoing projects where they have eight sites of data focusing on the assessment of annual forage varieties. She says the objective here is to evaluate and compare commonly grown cereal varieties for forage yield and quality, some of which are not used for forage. With relatively recent shifts in spring weather patterns and extended periods of drought, there has been the need for a possible dual-purpose use of cereal crops, especially in livestock production systems. And using annual forages can increase flexibility and resiliency for mixed grain farming operations and also ensure adequate feed supplies during dry periods when perennial forage yields might be low. She says the work is being carried out over four sites, three agri-arm sites, Swift Current, Redverse and Prince Albert, and the other site is with the University of Saskatchewan at Clavette. Weather was hot and dry for the most part, with six of the eight site years receiving precipitation below normal. Um, but both years at all sites have actually got off to a pretty good start in terms of establishment, so we're still able to get useful data even on a drought year, just not at the yields we would maybe hope. At our site here, just outside of Swift Current, we received 67% of the long-term average in 2021, uh, and both years in July and August, the temperatures have been above normal as well, uh, although 2021 was a bit worse and resulted in a significant yield decrease compared to 2020. Seeding rates are the same across all locations. We collect yield as well as quality data, which includes a nutrient feed analysis, as for harvesting methods, each site is a little bit different, ranging from harvesting the whole plot to just collecting a known area of biomass, for example, two square meters. But either way, a subsample is weighed wet and dry to calculate the yield of each plot in kilograms per hectare. So in this trial, we've got 18 varieties and five different mixes to be harvested for forage, including barley, oats, triticale, and wheat. The check variety for each species are typical forage varieties. And haymaker oat is also the check for the mixtures. Overall, barley treatments generally yielded quite well. Uh, they were followed fairly closely by the oats, um, as well as a couple of the mixtures. Um, but it's important to note that these mixes may not be best suited for each area. And another thing to consider is whether the mix has any other benefits besides yield over the monoculture. Triticale yielded well in comparison, although there wasn't a lot of variation between the varieties, uh, and the same goes for the wheat. It was the lowest yielding species overall and also not a lot of variation between varieties. Most treatments averaged um, 9% crude protein, but there were a few exceptions that were higher, which included these lower yielding wheat varieties, uh, as well as the pulse mixtures, which generally resulted in crude protein uh, around 10.5%, as expected, thanks to those peas. ProPower Fall Ryan Baylor Oat was the lowest yielding mixture when averaged across eight site years, and crude protein averaged 9.7%, which is higher than some of the other monoculture options, so if it does provide sufficient yield, it could definitely have its advantages. Both barley oat mixtures yielded well, just slightly less than the check. Um, of the two mixes, the treatment that included the haymaker oats resulted in a slight yield advantage. Crude protein for these mixes averaged 9.1 and 9.6, with that Austinson and Haymaker mix resulting in half a percent higher protein and was also the higher yielder.
Pulse mixtures were on the lower end in terms of yield when looking at eight site years. The additional brassica with the PO did provide a small yield increase, but was pretty negligible and no differences in total digestible nutrients or protein were observed. Peas in the mixture led to a protein boost of 10.5%. So there's definitely benefits to including pulses in your mixture if the yield is sufficient as well. Final results will be available after this last year of data collection, but based on preliminary results, many of these annual forage varieties have potential as suitable feed sources and can provide um, high forage intake. We look forward to getting one more year of data uh, and hopefully we will provide some useful information on that. You can find out more information on this research and some of the varieties that were included in each of the groupings by checking out the Wheatland Conservation Area website under the Research drop-down. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Vossler.